You're listening to the Laugh Button Podcast on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Hey everyone, this is the Laugh Button Podcast right here on the Riotcast Network. My name is Mark Seaman. His is Matt Kleinschmidt. We are the laughbutton.com. Make sure you go to the laughbutton.com for all your news, interviews, reviews. And um, I, we, we put some random Easter eggs in there. I don't know if you've been paying attention, Matt, but uh, I've been slipping some stuff onto the website. I need to stop you for a second. Why? I would like to acknowledge your professionalism in hosting and introing this podcast. Oh, why? Okay, thank <laughs> you. Know. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Yeah, I'll take it. Easter eggs. Yeah, I know just Easter eggs. Do you uh, Have you caught on to any of my Easter eggs that yes. I've been planting around the now, site? Now, there's a difference between Easter eggs and writing habits, I think. Well, we're, I don't want to discuss bad grammar. <laughs> I mean, if you want to call I mean, my bad grammar I mean, my Easter <laughs> eggs, sure, I plant those things. Yeah, since I mean, the it's day you started. It's, it's Easter Sunday every day on the site. I mean, come on. Uh, you know, I love grammar, but I, I can't. I don't know if you're the same way, but this is this is probably like a weird thing, weird time to talk about. Like, I can't spell check or grammar check my own work. I, I'm with I can, you on that. I can pick apart everyone else's work, but mm-hmm. I'm looking at mine. I'm like, eh, it looks fine. Yeah, it sure. looks great. We'll it. And then Let's we go. put it through the ringer, and it's like, what? And then, and then there's someone who's like, you need to put a comma there. Because <laughs> thank you, thank you, loyal readers, for for yelling at us for proof about proofreading things. Do you think uh, in today's day and age, before we get too off topic, yeah. and we have a wonderful guest joining us we on do. the podcast, uh, the creator and star of Drunk History on Comedy central Derek waters i'm psyched about this so psyched in fact i'm drunk right now and on in his honor i'm a so little drunk, drunk too. podcasting. i'm a little drunk too i'm gonna so. do some drunk podcasting don't tell the bosses it's the middle of the afternoon we're day drunk hey uh, hey wait a second you can't be mad the bosses gave us beer the other day that's true <laughs> um today i played a game with myself called uh one shot per story that's gone up on the site so i'm like <laughs> you 10. did a power hour of yeah. stories <laughs> <laughs> i'm 10 stories in let's say into this podcast all right we, so we need to do a power hour podcast i don't drink that much so like i'd be i've ripped. never seen you drink i'd be ripped after like two shots you would yeah oh yeah I got no tolerance anymore. You, my college days are over. Okay, I know I didn't drink till I was in my twenties. I didn't. I just did. I actually did too much drinking in high school. Is I that think the that's why. I, no, 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 not a problem. But like, I drank probably more than most normal college kids. I don't know how. I just always ended up going to like the parties that had older kids at them. Okay. Probably because I had an older brother and everyone kind of knew me. Like, oh yeah, you're so and so's younger brother. Um, so I would I would end up at parties I probably shouldn't have been at at the age I was at. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'll have a beer, sure. So I I, I would drink. Never drove or anything like that, but um, and then when I got to college, I had a, I had a but like my freshman and sophomore year, I probably you know partied, and then like after that, you're like, oh, I can legally do this now. This isn't as fun. Yeah, what's the point? <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, I just uh, I was super focused on music and everything yeah. I was doing, sports and stuff. So I I just never drank. Yeah, never did it. And then yeah. in twenties, yeah, sure, I'll have a shot. But I I don't uh, I don't get messed up drinking liquor. However, if I drink beer, it like fucks me up really, really? bad. That's it's, interesting. Yeah, it's a weird. Yeah. And, and now I don't do it because I just drive home all the time. Like, right. So it's like, oh. Yeah, you're gonna, a driver. I yeah, got to so. drive, and I have a significant drive home from work every day. So if I go out to an event, it's I can't really drink because then I have to drive home. So, Well, drinking just led, uh, leads to uh, things that uh, we wish we didn't do, right? Yeah, I think but, it, but like that's where all the stories are. The, yeah. Like, <laughs> I have some great drinking stories. So I have a gripe about that, right? Okay. So everyone's got great drinking stories. But mm-hmm. I don't know if these stories are accurate. You were drunk. I, well, I that's don't half know the if, you're, fun, dude. if you're making it up, if it's bullshit. Well, that's uh, half the fun. Yeah, that whatever. is half the fun. All right, Derek Waters is going to be joining yeah. us on this edition of the podcast. Uh, super psyched as well. Well, man, 
man. I mean, the guy's awesome. Created Drunk History. Yeah. Uh, I'm so psyched that we got to go talk to him. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Derek and Simon. I don't know if you're aware of this. Derek and Simon. That was his uh, comedy group. It was just two people. Himself and Simon Helberg. I was going to say is it Simon Helberg from the Big Bang yes, Theory. Yes, from the Big Bang Theory. When he left his uh, when he left his home, moved to Los Angeles, met him, and uh, the rest is history. Drunk history. Yes. Boom. Boom. I see what you did there. Slide that abacus over one. All right. We got lots to talk about. And again, what we don't get to, you can read for yourself on the laughbutton.com. Make sure you go to the website and, uh, you know, like us on the Facebook and sign up for the newsletter. I'll I'll tell you this. If if you like your stuff in quick shots, like like we do with our drinking, then uh, (laughs) sign up for the newsletter and we recap everything from the entire week, including this podcast, all one shot for you. of the week exactly we'll wrap it up and for also, you nice we also bow. send out things like you know uh contests mm-hmm. and uh you know exclusives sure by exclusives i mean um you know tickets on sale stuff rsvps for adult swim which we just sent out today that's right there's an adult swim new york comic-con party you can get the rsvp link by subscribing to our newsletter and the newsletter yeah. in and of itself is exclusive yeah. you, you can't get that newsletter unless you sign up for it it's an exclusive from itself All right, Matt, let's start with Benders. Last night, uh, a very cool event here in New York City, the village, I should say two nights ago now, by the time this podcast comes out, uh, we were invited by ISC to the Village Underground Mm -hmm. for a little sneak peek and comedy showcase of the brand new hockey comedy coming to IFC called Benders, starring our friends Andrew Schultz. Chris Stefano, Jim Norton, Robert Kelly, and... Uh, Kurt Metzger. Yeah, Kurt Metzger. Godfrey. Godfrey's in they it. They all make cameos in it, yeah. And uh, Steve Sharippa as mm-hmm. well makes From a cameo. I uh, can't say he's a friend, but uh, I do know, know him Sharipa. and I know of him. Yes. In fact, I interrupted him uh, at dinner once accidentally. I was walking into a diner. Okay. And I saw... Uh, Je- do you know Jeff Singer? Books uh, just I'm, for laughs, yeah, new faces. Yes, that guy. Yes. So I know Jeff from from work, you know. And I walked into my favorite diner in all of New York City, the G Wiz Diner, great <laughs> yeah. diner. And uh, I saw Jeff, and Jeff saw me. We're like, hey, blah, 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 blah. and then I'm like, oh yeah, sorry, I'm interrupting Steve Shreppa. Yeah. <laughs> and he just looked at me like, who's this? Who kid? are you? I'm a made man. Yeah. Who's this guy? He, now, do who's you think guy? that for the rest of Shreppa's natural life, he will live off of The Sopranos? Fanfare. I feel like those guys, um, like some of those guys, like they're they're going to be like mafia made men for the rest of their life. You mean like like Big Pussy? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Well, he was. I think if I'm not mistaken, Big Pussy really was uh, a made man at some point, or in like he was. Yeah, I choose he to not comment. He wasn't an actor, but I think he really was. Apparently, that's how the story goes. Right. Now, yes. Right. Well, I will say this, um, Steve. Let's just say this: when when I had season tickets to the Knicks, yeah. Steve Shrippa was a lot of those games courtside. Of course. You know? I got you. Yeah, he was he was always around. It was like, hey, yeah. look who's in the crowd. And it was always him, and he's waving and stuff. So, yeah, look, good for him. If I had oh, it, I'd be riding that way. 100%. I'm not you saying know? I wouldn't do it. I'm no. just wondering if everyone does that. Well, it, look, we were at the Village Underground the other mm-hmm. night, and uh, it was really cool because what happened is Andrew Schultz, uh, one of the stars of the show and mm-hmm. great comic. In fact, you should go back in time. Yeah. Go back one whole week. <laughs> go back one whole week and listen to our podcast with Andrew Schultz where we talk about the show Benders. So he hosted the evening, Yep. and he brought up all the comics, but he also introed a lot of clips for us yeah. as well, which was kind of cool. He busted a lot of balls. It was also the clip. 
clips that featured the comics too, which right. is kind of cool. So like before they brought up Bobby Kelly, there was a mm-hmm. clip that had Bobby Kelly in it. Same thing for Kurt and Jim Norton and all those guys. So. And I will say this: Bobby always gets those roles. Whatever he's making cameos, he's always doing like the airport security guy or EMT. the EMT guy yeah. or whatever. That's kind of his mo when he or when he cop. cameos. He does, right? He's done cops too. Yeah, but you know what? It, it's it's funny. They're like they're they're good roles, and it's and Bobby can act. He's right. you know he gets some good roles. So like they give their lines that usually require more than like hey or a sentence or something right like, right you know like that but was a nice chunk of dialogue him. in that bit oh yeah t- completely because he can play that role yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i mean and, and and he does it well and uh yeah so so they all came up and did comedy and they showed us clips uh some people in in the crowd and the in the marketing person uh, forgive me for my fc Matt Blake Yeah Blake Was rocking the Uncle Chubby's Official hockey jersey From mm-hmm. the show Which I thought was awesome yeah. They were giving out pucks Bender's pucks Uncle Which Chubby's. was cool They had uh, a bunch You know branding everywhere yeah, yeah, Posters yeah. It was great. The whole nine It was great And then you know I mean the coolest thing About it was that The show's funny We've seen some advanced episodes mm-hmm. And uh, it premieres tonight October 1st mm-hmm. 10 o'clock IFC And you know It seemed like It was really good spirits The show's great It's like it's, I, I would compare it To like a league Where it's like There is a sports element to it but it's more right. about friends busting each other's balls right. and about just being goofy and assholes to each other do you need do you need to be a hockey fan to watch benders absolutely not the nope. same way you don't need to be a football fan to watch the league so correct it really but it works in both in both of those realms it works like oh okay if you like hockey you'll love it but if you don't like hockey you'll still love it because it's a funny comedy you know it's friends busting each other's chops the hockey just happens to be the background they do it in front of all right and, uh, and like we said, there's great cameos, too. And uh, mm-hmm. some of the other actors and stars of the show were also in the audience. They didn't mm-hmm. do comedy, though, but they yeah. were there. Did the nice stand-up and wave queen thing. That was yeah. kind of cool. But uh, all in all, great night. We want to thank IFC for having us out, man. They yeah. were great hosts. And thanks to the Apostle guys, and, uh, too. Yep, Apostle the as well. Apostle who's, who created the show, Jim Serpico and Tom Saletti. And they had us out. And Bardo and all those dudes over there. All right. Shout-outs to them. All right. Uh, up next, five-year anniversary this week of Greg Giraldo's death. It's, yeah. I I have uh, I have weird feelings about this. Yeah. Um, uh, first of all, I don't like death anniversaries. Yeah. Like I understand it's it's five years and that's yeah. first whatever. We don't even use a metric system. For some reason, fives and tens work. Well, yeah. on anniversaries. Yeah. But someone passed away, and and it's never good when someone passes away. But uh, this particular person, you know, Greg Giraldo. Huge in the comedy scene, you know, a comics comic, friend to everybody, such a rad dude, had a great career, uh, and unfortunately, you know, died young. And uh, and we lost a big one when that happened. He and, was a big and, uh, one, man. And I think that's why people want to celebrate the life of, of these comics. Because, like, Geraldo, it's been five years and a lot's happened in comedy since then. Sure. But, like, it's still a big void. Like, you know, like I feel like there's still a big void when, without Hedberg. There's still sure. a big void without... Patrice O'Neill. Patrice, you know, that, that type of thing. So it's just... I don't know. Some of them sting more than others, and Geraldo's definitely one of those ones that stings. And you know, from our from the the response we've gotten from the story, like everyone feels the same way. Like, right. like, oh my god, he was one of the greatest, and he was this, he was that, and you know, and Geraldo is he was he was kind of labeled as a roast comic early on, but like the guy's way smarter than just telling roast jokes. I mean, the guy was a lawyer. Sure. He stopped being a lawyer and he basically said, I'm going to stop being a lawyer and go be a comic. And you know, the law, the law skills have helped, you know, other comics too, because you've heard stories about other comics. So you like, he would represent them if there was a problem or something like that. Right. So, it's 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 a tough one, man. Like I just remember the day it happened. I just remember the entire comedy community just being like, "Oh, 
like gut punch type it, of type yeah of loss, that yeah. one's still and and i don't want to put any one above any other of course but for some reason maybe it's because i was closer to greg Geraldo than yeah. any of the others it still feels weird to me yeah. like to this day even even when we put the story up it made me think like, oh my God, I can't believe it. I, yeah. Greg was supposed to come on, on my old show, I think two days later. He had re- he uh, had just released Midnight Vices within right. the same year, which is like still, I think was like, well, it's obviously his his swan song, but it was like peak Geraldo-ness. It's got some great yep. lines in that. And oh man. And you feel like it's always the time they're about to explode oh, on the with, scene. Uh, I mean, I Patrice mean, the same damn Patrice, way. Patrice, same I mean, thing. Like, Elephant in the room. And then you know, that was like, oh my gosh, he finally has a Comedy Central special. And then he follows up with Mr. P and then he's gone. You're just right. like, what the hell? You know? Uh, I don't know about you. My first discovery of Greg Geraldo was on uh, Tough Crowd with Colin Quinn. That's, yeah, that's where went, I learned. Well, dude. About legendary Greg. moment from oh. that when he went head to head with Leary. Uh, yeah. How, have you watched that recently? I, I've watched it probably within the last year or two. Okay, yeah. go back and watch it. We've included it in the story. Again, the story. go to laughbutton.com. Yeah, the story just kind of has like some of our favorite Greg Geraldo moments, sure. and stand up points, and and watching that again, like because when it, when it happened, I remember when it happened. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's weird, you know. But I didn't really understand like show business, and, and it was just some ball busting and stuff like that. But like going back and looking at them, like oh man, like like it really shows you the line of what's personal, what's well, not personal, well, what what's if, well, roasting. Did you ever see the special they released not too long after he died called "Give It Up for Greg Geraldo"? Yes, where yes. it had like Sarah Silverman mm-hmm. and Lenny Clark and like all I think Lenny Clark and like Gaffigan and Mike Birbiglia and all these guys talking about how great uh, Greg was. But they actually they actually point to that clip and and then what they say about that clip is like he's attacking Dennis Leary. Who's and while sitting next to Lenny Clark, and I forget who made the analogy. Maybe it was Tom Papa, who's a really good friend of Greg's. Said it's like you're attacking the general while sitting next to his lieutenant. Right. And basically, what it came down was like Leary had some stuff to say, and Greg just came to the he came to the show prepared. He had material prepared. Mm-hmm. He had like an argument prepared, and Leary didn't. And it just like it put Leary on his heels. It was it was crazy. I do remember that it went down because I think I, I want to say I was in like maybe like senior year of high school college yeah. when I saw that. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, I don't know if Greg and Dennis are about to like swing at each <laughs> other right now. Well, that clip is is available on the website, so go check it out. And uh, and look, Greg, man, we still miss you. The guy, the guy couldn't have been any nicer. To, uh, I, I can't say anybody ever interacted yeah. with, but to me personally, Greg, I want to thank you for all the memories. It was always fun to share a room with you, to share a conversation with you, and just you know, just l- for you to give me some of your life and your time uh, meant a lot. And uh, yeah, man, it's just I'm getting do choked you, up a little you, bit. Do you have any? About do you it. have any great Greg Geraldo moments? I mean, they were all great. It, I, 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 I have. I there's. One bit that always sticks me, out in my head from Midlife Vices. Let me see if I Vices, can think of one. Okay. And there's, which is when he's talking about Obamacare. And it's like, hey, yo, Monica, you got AIDS, yo. <laughs> Thank you, Hector. Like, I don't know why that whole bit just like, I loved it. Then there's all about the fat kids in the SUVs and talking about yeah. all that stuff. But like, I think the most honest moment that, I, that I've never actually met Greg now, personally. Are, now, are you talking stand-up? Is that what we're focusing on I think on that's here, my or? favorite Greg Geraldo stand-up moment. But I think, and then there's well, and there's also the uh, the the life on other planets. There could be a planet or a country where where they do nothing but give blow blowjobs for nickels. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a great one too. No, but I think Larry the Cable Guy's roast, where he has that crack in his armor, where he's just like, "Why are you so popular?" And you just see like Greg, like, yeah, for a split second, it's just kind of like. 
oh man, he's no, he's being serious right now. Like he's wondering, like he's like, oh my god, why is Larry the Cable Guy so popular when he does that? And like it's a funny moment, but then you kind of look at it, you're like, oh my god, like Greg's kind of like doing this little like quick meltdown of of what's going on and. I just remember that being a very honest, raw, a raw kind of like roast moment. And like when we actually compiled a list of like our favorite roast moments, like that actually made the list because of that. Because sure. you can see he's so frustrated because Greg is clearly, I don't want to say he's a better comic than Larry the Cable Guy, but Greg is respected more as a comic than Larry the Cable Guy in most D- circles. Apples and oranges, different kinds they of are, comedy, man. But yeah. I'm making a completely generalized statement sure, here. Sure, sure. But. I think like you can see it just kind of like the kettle had boiled up and erupted right then in that moment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you work really hard and and you see some people succeed and others don't succeed as much or at all. And yeah, I could see all that's frustrating, no doubt about it. Man, tough to... Tough to pick a favorite Geraldo moment, but but if we're gonna talk stand up strictly, I I love when he goes off on on desserts and he talks about that you know chocolate and the in the cake he ordered. It's yeah, like yeah, triple yeah. fudge, uh, you know, death by chocolate. I think was the name of the bit. Yes, death by chocolate. Right, yeah. Great great bit. And I don't know, it just always made me laugh. He always made me laugh. I I got a comparison for you. And let's see if this is fair. Do you think? I I feel like Kurt Metzger. Is is kind of like he kind of has the embodiment of Greg Giraldo. Yeah, he he's not Greg Giraldo. No, at all, no, no. Their but styles like, are very different. But, but if I, like someone were to kind of carry the torch a little bit and then take it to the to the next level, and by next level I mean just current times. Yeah, I feel like Kurt really shines a light on things in a comedic way in a similar. I, I have to agree, I have to agree with you that, like, I listen to Kurt Metzger's podcast quite often, mm-hmm. and it's very clear he's a super intelligent person. Exactly. And like as Greg, was Greg. And, as was Greg. Right. And I think that that's, that might be part of it, is like, oh my God, like these guys are like, and their styles are completely different. Completely different. But but, but they call, uh, Greg did it too. They, they, they have would, that, that, that thing. That, they would that call out things yeah. in a certain way. And just be like, look at this, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then you're kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I get like, what this I mean, guy's yeah. I mean, like, we watched here. Kurt last night, and Kurt, you know, of course, already has jokes about like, you know, Jared Fogel and all those sure. types of people, and it's like, of course he did, you know, because like Kurt, I just feel like Kurt's very, yeah, I could, I could say that. Do, I agree. Do you with know you what that. I mean? I, yeah. I just, I don't know. There's some essence there, or I shouldn't even say that. No, there's no, just, no, because you're making it sound like Kurt's ripping off Greg. And that's not, not at all. That's not no, what we're trying no. to say. It's, it's like, it's almost like. Maybe they were just cut from the same cloth. There you go. Like a comedy soulmate. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, you know, you know when you meet people in this world and you just instantly hit it off and you know that if you grew up together, you'd be best friends for life. Yeah. Yeah. I feel okay. like that's kind of a thing. I'm with you on that. All right. Um, let's move on from that. And, and again, seriously, Greg Geraldo, you're missed best, every day, man. dude. One of the best. You're missed every day. All right. Uh, let's go to the Daily Show. Uh, this is something you got, to, you got to experience. I was, I was supposed to go with you, but I had a little DR sitch. And, <laughs> the doctor. Uh, you had, had to go, go, to, you go get some creams I had and some go, salves. <laughs> I, I definitely didn't need any of that. I just... Uh, uh, and and thanks for asking. I'm fine, yeah, Matt. Yeah, thanks hey, for asking. Listen, I assumed if there was a problem, you would tell me. Otherwise, it's yeah, your yeah. own business. No, no, it's all good. Um, but uh, you you went to go to the Daily Show presser. Yeah, which there was, was a, really cool. there was a presser with the Daily Show. Trevor knows, so we got a sneak peek at what the set of the Daily Show looked like. And you know, we have a whole story about it up on the uh, on the LaughButton.com. So you should go read the whole thing and see the photos. But it's like here's the new show. This was Friday before the show premiered, mm-hmm. which was this past Monday. And Trevor stopped in with like the executive producers and the producers of the show who have been with the show forever so sure. trevor was like only there was five or six people sitting in this in this dais trevor's the only new guy and 
It was weird. Well, that wasn't weird. Let me just phrase that. There's a lot of questions that are like, oh, so how does this compare to Jon Stewart? And like, yeah. and there was a lot of that comparing of the Jon Stewart questions, which, which, listen, I'm sure he's more than aware of that's going to happen for at least the next year of him being on the air. So there are a lot of questions about Jon Stewart and like, how does it compare and how does the show measure up? But like, Trevor basically kind of summed up everything in a very quick way saying I've inherited a very beautiful house Mm -hmm. and it's my job now to keep this house up to shape it's beautiful it's well built I'm not going to rip the whole thing down but I might move some furniture I might paint a wall here I might knock down a wall there so like it's going to have his own touches and flourishes of it but it's still the daily show and that's what Trevor basically tried to get at and then he also another thing he talked about a lot was his politics he considers himself a progressive person and progressive not politically but progressive in in whatever so he's like I am progressive when it comes to gay marriage or you know immigration wherever that falls as far as party lines that it falls where it falls so that was his whole thing and and the other thing that's very interesting about I think Trevor over John is John when he left he had inside and out working knowledge of the political system and these politicians right Trevor doesn't have that because Trevor's from another country and Mm -hmm. he's coming in and so he's taking it very wide-eyed and bushy-tailed or bright-eyed and bushy-tailed so he's like I think a lot that's gonna be a lot of fun is me naively learning about this Mm -hmm. person or naively learning about that person through comedy through comedy interesting so he was talking to uh he was talking about Rand Paul for example the Mm -hmm. last presidential election I mean, presidential debate. And Rand Paul had said some stuff which kind of made sense to Trevor. And Trevor's like, oh, you know, Rand Paul's not this screamy, yelly Trump guy or this big, blowhardy Chris Christie guy. He's just kind of there saying some points. And then, like, you know, one of the executive producers says to him, he's going to break your heart, kid. Like, he's going to break your heart. And so Trevor's like, I think that's going to be fun because people are going to see him break my heart on TV and see that, like, he ends up doing some nutty things and that type of stuff. So the politics will probably be interesting, and he'll he'll definitely kind of develop his own stance on it. But I think he'll be good in that. Did uh, they bring out all the the correspondence? And then basically after the Q&A, which he talked about some stuff, and they were going to plan on having new musical guests, which is very cool, more and more musical guests, the best fucking news team on the planet. It, uh, walked out, which is Jordan Klepper and Hassan Minaj and the the three new guys, including uh, Roy Wood Jr., who we got, you know, who we've interviewed in the past, sure. so he knew who we were. So we talked to Roy, and we'll get him on the podcast because he definitely he's now in New York doing the Daily Show and wants to wants to talk and do some podcasting with us. So. Um, yeah, we got to talk to those guys and say what's up. And I got to sit in the chair and, you know, put the chair out, put the photo of me sitting in the chair. Yeah, it's a great photo, man. Yeah, yeah. So we got a chance to talk to those, uh, you know, the, the best fucking news team. And it was funny because, like, the press that was there, they were definitely like, you know, it was like real press people, like, you know, Mashables. Like the AP was there. AP yeah, and NPR. Sure. And, like, you know, we're like. foreign news, too, I'm There assuming. were some foreign news. Yeah. A lot of, obviously, South African news mm-hmm. channels and that because that's where Trevor's from. But, uh, you know. We were the riffraff in this case. It's like, oh, yeah, we're the scrappy comedy guys over here. But it was kind of funny because I was like, oh, like no one cares about what we do as the scrappy comedy guys. And so. they're asking these ridiculous, Well, they were asking like really questions. politically charged questions sure. and whatnot, too. But, and you you're know, like, what color is the... I'm like, who? I'm like, remember that time you did that stand-up special? Do you, uh, awesome. did you ask any questions? No, did I didn't ask any questions. There was a lot of questions being asked. and should have um, got in I, there, I, I didn't. I didn't get any in there, unfortunately. But, like, you know, the questions being asked, they weren't silly questions. They, yeah. they actually were questions that like he had good answers to. Cool. They, there was good meat there. It wasn't just kind of this fluffy thing. But yeah, I got to see the studio. Um, 
you, it's gonna be good. It's gonna incorporate a lot more like interactive stuff, and they're not necessarily gonna like focus on just cable news. They're gonna actually focus on like news breaking on Twitter and news breaking on mm-hmm. other social medias and stuff like that too. So I'm curious to see how it all comes together. I saw the very first episode with Kevin Hart. Thought mm-hmm. it was great. Yeah, it was really good. Um, as of tonight, Chris. Christy is on tonight. Tomorrow night is Ryan Adams. Well, tonight this podcast comes out will be Ryan Adams. Right. Um, so you'll have seen Chris Christie be all blowhardy and Chris Christie like, which I think is will be a good time. So. Yeah, that'll be a good interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. All right. Well, cool experience there, and I mm-hmm. uh, want to thank everyone over at Comedy Central for the invite. Yeah, it's always uh, awesome to be a part of what you're. It was the morning the Pope was in town. Yeah, right. So I got in and got out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that Pope thing, it messed up everything, man. Which is funny because, you know what? It didn't mess up anything. There was no one on the roads. Well, So I got in and I got out of I had to show work. ID to go down to my block just to prove I lived well, in that's my because apartment. He, that's because the Pope was like across the street from your house. Yeah, supposed to be. yeah, he was. But like from traffic point of view, it was just such, a, such a glorious day for traffic because no one was driving. So I drove right in and out. It's a, it's a weird fascination, that Pope. It's, it's kind of like the World Cup, you know, when it comes to your town. Yeah. Everyone gets involved. It's a good way of putting it. All right. Um, we have uh, tons more stories up on the website, yeah. thelaughbutton.com. A whole bunch of people got shows. Rob Schneider, uh, your girl Nicki Minaj is going to be doing <laughs> My a girl, Nicki Minaj sitcom for ABC Family. Ty Burrell's developing some stuff. Yep. Hosed for Fox. Speaking of the Pope, Jim for Gaffigan opened for the Pope. Yes, There's he did. video of Jim Gaffigan opening for the Pope. Got which, that up on the site. Too. Yeah. And uh, looking forward to the weekend as well. Friday, Angela Johnson's brand new special will pre- premiere on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So be on the lookout for that as well. SNL debuts this weekend. That's right. It's and, already and SNL And they're actually time. running that, that documentary live from New York at Saturday night. Right before. before. Yep. So tune in NBC about an hour or two earlier. Than 8 p.m. I think. 8 p.m. Yep. And you watch the documentary too. So set, set the, uh, set the DVRs, folks. It's going to be good. There's going to be a lot to watch the rest of this weekend, this weekend, and uh, all the other fall TV comedies and shows that haven't premiered yet will be premiering this week or this weekend. Mm-hmm. All right. Here is our interview with Derek Waters, who was sporting a purple Randy Macho Man Savage I didn't act drunk t-shirt. enough during this conversation. I just realized, damn it. Yeah. yeah. Do it all over again. No, this is you drunk. Remember? You, oh, you said right. no. Yeah. All right. Here he is. Derek Waters, everyone. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Our guest joining us on the Laugh Button Podcast right now is uh, from the land of milk and honey, a.k.a. John Waters and the sum of all fears, which is Baltimore, Maryland. Am I close? Is that accurate? That is very close and very accurate. I'm just going to go accurate. Okay. Close. Yeah, it's just dead on. It's just dead, dead on. Yeah. Got 30. Po- how many How many points do you get for hitting the center target of a dartboard? Seven. Oh. Um, Does anybody know what that is? I well, I play bullseye. Uh, I think it's 50. If you play like that, but when you play darts, you're just trying to get three on each number. Right. Gotcha. So, in other words, I don't know. 
<laughs> professional darts expert Hello, Derek Waters. I'm is here, here from Darts Derek's. That's uh, my new business. Is it? Is no. it doing well? It's struggling. Yeah. What's the IPO on that? Is that uh, what's the what? Uh, whatever stocks are, I don't know. Yeah, I it's low. It's it's low. We're uh, no bullseyes on this stock. Well, congratulations first and foremost uh, on your Emmy noms and win. Thank you. Yeah, we won. Yeah. Some, so, yeah. Costumes, you got it. <laughs> I think uh, this is a situation. It's it must be pretty difficult to find people that are exact replicas of people from history. So costumes would, I think, play a, a pretty decent role. Yeah, if they're in not your accurate, everyone's gonna call out. Why are you wearing OP? <laughs> this is 1880, not 1980. Right. Yeah. Although I do wish I'd had an episode where I'm wearing jams in the 1970. Are you gonna? Is there gonna be a spinoff? I guess that's the next question. Will there be a spinoff that focuses specifically on the history of clothing? You know, I find a nickel every time someone asks me that. Um, mm-hmm. I'd have a nickel. Um, <laughs> no, there won't be. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody. Sorry, Abercrombie. Well, it would have been a nice sponsor. It would. It would have been. Yeah, I would do it for Ruka. Okay. Any He's from Virginia, and I like Ruka. Uh, okay. I like Ruka everything. Rigga Rigga Ruka Salt Good band Great Uh, band Great character in Willy Wonka Yes and Willy Wonka Drummer for Ruka Salt Went on to start the band American Hi-Fi Hey And is now the drummer for Miley Cyrus Is that Wikipedia over there? Is that weird? I I guess it's weird It's not weird It's really cool Strange. I don't know why I know all that shit. Uh, anyway, congratulations on Drunk History, Thanks, man. Buddy. It is seriously one of the most fun shows and entertaining shows. And uh, at first, were you like in disbelief that you made it as far as you did? And then here you are. Still. Season three. I'm still in disbelief, you know? I'm not a surfer, but I feel like sometimes you get on a wave and you're like, I think this is going to be good. And wait, I'm still on the wave? Oh, shit. The shore's still that far away? Okay. But you don't know when you're going to fall off, so you just stay on as long as you can. Sure. Now, now, was Drunk History one of those sort of back cabinet ideas that you struck gold with, you know, and you were working on something else at mm-hmm. the time? And this one just stuck for whatever reason? Yeah, I mean, I've been living in L.A. for 15 years, and this started uh, eight years ago, and I've been pitching shows, and this was just something that I thought would be funny once, you know, it's just a one-time idea, and then the more people that saw it, the more people that wanted to do it, so it just sort of happened in a ripple-effect way. Well, it seems like everybody wants to be a part of this thing now. This is I like, hope. It's like a christening. It's like, like getting knighted. It's the equivalent of getting knighted here in the U.S., just got to get Eddie Vedder to feel that way, you know? If I can get Eddie Vedder to play anything... <laughs> is that it? Is that the end goal for you? That's just the end. Life? That's the one when I move away. I get that big house and... Or a little house in Big Sur, because it sounds funnier that way. Right. Um, <laughs> right. That'll be it. Yeah. So I guess it's good he hasn't said yes yet because I would like to live a little longer. I was going to say, work let a little it longer. stretch that out a bit. You know, let it go. Wait till PJ40 comes out PJ before you. PJ40, good reference. <laughs> I will. Who's your favorite drummer in Pearl Jam? Who who did it for you? Man, you I, I really I, I really do love Matt Cameron. He is, he's I think Matt Cameron is my favorite. It's pretty good. Yeah. Did you watch him on Colbert last night? Were you able to see I it? I did. Yeah, yeah of course. Nice. Yeah. I stayed up. I was it, real tired, but I still did it because it's Pearl Jam. I would take a bullet in the forehead for Pearl oh, Jam. Oh, wow. Okay, it's that bad. In the forehead. So, in the forehead only, <laughs> specifically. Only in the forehead. If they're going to shoot me in the arm, I'm like, you know what? I'll do that for Creed. 
I would take a graze for a creed. I don't I don't know if I'd take a full on. I would take a high five for great creed. <laughs> All right, here it one's coming right now. Ah. <laughs> there it is. Creed, you're welcome. Uh, Arms wide we, open for that high they, five. They literally were. Mm-hmm. Uh, hands wide open as well in yes, order to please. do the uh, five part. <laughs> 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 All right, so let's go. Let's, let's hit the way back machine for a little bit. You moved way to LA. back. You moved to LA. Moved to LA. Uh, Two thousand. How long did it take before Derek and Simon to form? Oh man, um, good question. I was, I moved out there specifically to do Second City. Okay. And I was doing Second City for probably um, four years when I met Simon. Maybe two thousand, maybe three. Anyway, we were in a sketch group called Haha ha Fresh. Maybe you've heard of us. Not to brag. <laughs> um, I love bad names of anything, really. But sketch groups are usually the worst, best names ever, and it just depends on if they were planning for it to be the worst or the best. And I, it was between Haha ha Fresh and Bon Jokey, <laughs> which I go back to thinking maybe I could have done Bon Jokey. I don't know. No, that one's too good. Yeah, would, you'd still too... be in that sketch group, still doing not joke yeah. history if you went with Pod Jokey. So I met um, Simon through Haha ha Fresh Name Drop, and <laughs> we, um, I mean, Bob Odenkirk's always been my hero. Right. And I was lucky enough to be doing a play um, where his wife came to see it and really liked me, and his wife is a manager, and so she hired me and saw. Simon and I performing and she was like would you guys like to do a show and well yeah who doesn't want to do a show and well, we don't know what we're going to do it about and she's like well why don't you meet my husband Bob Odenkirk okay yes please yes 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 please <laughs> so we met with Bob and uh, we just came up with Derek and Simon I mean Bob's a genius as anyone with intelligence knows and sure Gave him some ideas, and you, so you know the pity card that one. Take a girl mm-hmm. on her first date and sure. to the Holocaust Museum, and it already sounds bad, but it turns out she's never heard of the Holocaust. <laughs> she's even worse, and that was based off of me telling Bob about a girl I loved in high school, and I just seen the movie Titanic, and I was telling her about it, and she goes, "Like that could happen." So she had never heard of the Titanic, and Bob was like, "Let's make it the Holocaust." <laughs> I mean, that's what Comedy a genius brain right there, man. Yep. does. God bless Bob. Yeah, he's a good dude. Excited for his show to come back as well, man. What a career, man. Bob and Tom. Yeah, yeah. And Better call Saul. And and he's uh, finally able to showcase his like sort of dramatic side too. You know, yeah, and he's and he's right. nasty at it. He's so. so good. It's almost unfair. It's almost unfair. It's just right, is what it is. So between Pearl Jam, okay, so we're getting there. We're building the family tree. We got Pearl Jam. Yeah, Bob. We got Bob Odenkirk. Mr. Show. Mr. Show. What other pockets need to be filled here of influence? Waiting for Guffman. Okay. And then number one was Chris Farley. And that was a big uh, connection because that's what kind of made me love comedy was Farley. And then when he died... That's when I wanted to go do it because I it was just such a I've never met the man right. you know but I was still heartbroken that an addiction kill a beautiful talent and so I that was like my like uh, I don't know that was your green light yeah that was my gasoline to a car on empty yeah I said that <laughs> tank um, is full <laughs> thanks but full. yeah and then you know meeting Bob and the connection of Bob writing. 
He created Matt Foley for Chris Farley, and the motivational speaker lived in a van down by the river. So, I don't know. It's not preachy, but I do believe, like, when you like something, like, love it. Like, say, Pearl Jam, it's not a coincidence to find out that they liked Mr. Show. Right. You know what I mean? Like, sure. And that happens with everyone, that when you like someone, there's a streamline of, like, specific artists or anything that is connected. Uh, like, that happens in music. It happens yeah. in comedy. It ha- yeah, happens in everything, it. man. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Now, um, you get to work with Bob, so that's got to be like, holy shit, cool bucket list done. Yeah. You yeah, know? I'm gonna kill myself. And then you're like, where do you go from there? And you're and you're like, I don't know. How about have every single awesome person on the face of the earth be a part of my show that I'm gonna create for Comedy Central through yeah, Funny or Die? Yeah. So I, that's happened. Yeah. Who's where do left? I go I think, now? I think the other two people in this room are the only two that haven't been on the show. You guys want to do it? You want to do it? Ready? What, sure. Get, Let's get then shot I can and officially right? thumb on Luis myself. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> where do I go from there? Sure. <laughs> I don't know where to go. Yeah. Seriously, uh, where do I go? <laughs> um, no, it's it's uh, 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 yeah. Well, we got to get Vetter in the mix. We'll get Ed. Ed Ved. You're gonna get him. How'd I you hope. feel? How'd you feel about? Okay, so another person that's been on your show, Weird Al Yankovic. Mm. Uh, my baby's in love with Eddie Vedder. You must know the song, of course. Running with Scissors, great album. Really good. Uh, how'd you feel about that song? Some Pearl Jam it's, fans take offense. They're like, "Hey, man, no. what's up with that? I don't want to talk about Al, taking man. Master. Yeah, it's Weird Al. You can't be offended by Weird Al. He's the best. He is. I love that man. He's so good. He it was so and still is ahead of his time. Agreed. And yeah. he finally got his number one album he deserved for so many years. And as years, such man. a fan of his, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give him what he deserves. I'm going to have him play Hitler. <laughs> and he did. And he did. True story. Can't take that away either. There's the proof in but the But I think I proved that more people love Weird Al than hate Hitler. I'm proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. abacus scale is very very close but there's like two extra on the weird outside right. i mean it's like a surgeon like you know what i mean sure sure good reference Thank favorite you. all-time weird out deep cut oh it's a polka one on uh what was it smells like uh off the deep end off the deep end yeah. the polka one on that it's good i love that one that's like our generation of music i guess so that one's right on the nose for us was it polka bohemian rhapsody what was it called now, that one is it's off Alapalooza. Right. I know too much about that crap, man. I know too much about everything, I think. I, I'm sorry. I apologize. Don't be. Verbal diarrhea of weird facts. Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess with the goal of this show, you feel like you've achieved it? Mm-mm. No. Where, how far do you want to take this thing? Because the, the great thing about history is it's being written every day, so, so you're right. never going to... You know, unless you were putting out a new episode about every single thing that happened today, tomorrow, right, and then continued that for forever, you're never going to catch up, right? You're always going to be breaking even. Yeah, because how long have we been here? Two billion years, something like that. So Some would like say, I yeah, got sure. Like <laughs> a couple more years to go. Do you think you know the show's ended when it's just a whole bunch of people in amoeba costumes just running into each other? A whole and, bunch and of people wearing what? Amoeba costumes and they're just running into each other and yeah. or separating into more amoebas and then that's it like, I really no dialogue that never happens <laughs> i really hope no but i always say that as soon as it's just famous people moving their lips then it's well, hopefully i'll never see that but 
when there aren't when I'm struggling with finding good stories that I feel like more people need to know, then I'll stop. But you know, we haven't gotten picked up for the fourth season, but if we do, hopefully, where's the wood to knock? And uh Lefty. That I wanna expand it, you know, I wanna do episodes called like nineteen seventy five and it's three amazing stories that happened in Russia, Japan, you know, some other country and uh <laughs> <laughs> just great stories that happened you know that yeah. the, like the whole thing with the cities was my way of proving that it's not a five minute short because i've always had that in my head i'm like how is this gonna last you can't take a drunk person um, for long you know specifically more than five minutes so how do you make a whole half hour show so there needed to be a through line so i just thought that would be a good way but now i feel like we've proven that and i just want to have great stories because no one's like wait that story isn't like nashville like you don't care you're just entertained by a good story you know so hopefully next season if we get picked up that's what it'll be like just great stories nice all right derek your uh your credits read like i guess the side of a let's go like a fruit loop box mm. and the reason i say that lots of calories well there's a lot of them yeah you know where you know where my head's at you read me sorry like a picture i cut book. you off i cut you off sorry. no no you read me like a picture book man well played um do you would you consider wait was that really what you're gonna say yeah i was gonna say there's because there's a lot of them there's a lot of them in there. oh, oh like oh. ingredients okay a lot of ingredients yeah, yeah. Close to calories, calories also but ingredients. A but lot of numbers and job descriptions instead of character names. <laughs> yeah, like what would be your yellow five your, as far mean? as credits go? I don't yellow know what that five? Means. What's that? Um, it's an ingredient in Fruit Loops that's not good for you. <laughs> it's oh. like, so like every everyone has like a Troll 2, right? Troll 2 is supposedly the worst movie ever made. Do oh, you what's have my worst movie ever made? It's credit. Like that you're Bar just like, Stars and then Stars is with a Z. <laughs> Uh, Bar stars. Okay. Yeah, I mean, two thousand five. It's like I'm so excited I get to star in a movie. I mean, it's the saddest thing to ever be excited about. It just helps you with being humble. You know, there were a lot of great people, and looking back now, of like Jama Mays, who's my dear friend still, and she's from Glee and many other things, and John Bernthal, who's a great actor. Uh, and friend Charlie Murphy, um, not a friend, just because I don't know him that well. But, but good we all writer, know who man. Charlie Murphy is, yeah. yeah. And my dear friend Charlie Finn. So, but yeah, I shouldn't have said it because I don't want anyone to see it. But <laughs> so, that, I'm just answering the question. That would be my <laughs> troll two was the reference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bar stars with his yeah, with yeah. Z. If you ever want to not like me, <laughs> watch it. It's okay. It's past. It yeah. could only go up from there, right? I hope that was the plan. What did you follow that with, by the way? Like, what? Came, what was the next thing that came? I out think after? Derek and Simon was right after. Oh, it. done. Okay, fixed. Problem fixed. Hey, you had a leak. I wish. Everybody does. <laughs> you taped it up, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No holes. No boat is perfect. All right, you're uh, today. You're sporting Derek a uh, Macho Man, Randy Savage tee. Dig it. God rest Question his soul. Mark. Right. Dig it. Uh, Slim Jims. Right. Bite into it. Okay. Oh have, yeah. Have you ever consumed a Slim Jim? Oh yeah. yeah Dig you... it. <laughs> I love Macho Man. I love wrestling. You know, that era of late nineties, 
early 80s, like, that wrestling was just so pure and really taught us, like, what a villain was and uh, what a good guy was. And sure. I I love it. I still watch. I have the network. Do you oh, the do network? you? So you go deep into the pay-per-views? I go deep. I'm a hardcore Royal Rumbles. Like, that was my jam. Yeah. It's my favorite thing ever that wrestling ever invented. Royal Rumble was Royal great. Rumble. Ba- Battle Royale before that. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Survivor Series. Survivor Series was okay. That was like the Thanksgiving sure. special, right? Specific. That was like yeah. everyone else was watching the football game, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm over here. Survivor Series. Yeah. That's where it was at. What so, was the clown? Oh, shit. Doink the Clown? Doink, yeah. Or Dink the Clown? Remember Dink? He was the, uh, the yeah. little the little yeah. clown. Yeah. I don't know what the proper term for little clown is. I think li- little with a, a L-I-L apostrophe. <laughs> Rapping little clown. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so Macho Man. First thing I think is, I want to say WrestleMania six retirement match, where he fought Ultimate Warrior. Whoever lost had to retire. Do you remember this? No, I don't. I definitely don't think that was six. Yeah, I don't think I'm right with the, the only six time either. I ever paid for it was seven, and I was pretty young. Okay. So I don't remember that. Yeah. There's a good look it up. You'll have to you okay. know, you have the network on demand that retirement match. Yeah. Okay. I think it's I will. Ultimate War versus Macho Man. If you ever seen Macho Man Ricky the Dragon, that's the best match ever. Ever? Yeah. Watch it. Okay. WrestleMania three, I believe. We've got some homework to do. Yeah. Is three the one where Hogan slammed Andre the Giant or is that two? It was either three or four. Yeah. Can't remember. I just remember Sensational Queen three. Sherry. Did you have a crush on her? Oh, yeah. Are you feeling that? Wait, who? Sensational Queen Sherry. You mean Sapphire? Is that okay? We're going... <laughs> Dusty Rhodes' manager? No. Sensational Queen Sherry, you don't remember her? No. That's like late 80s. Late 80s. Big hair, sparkly dresses. Black girl. Definitely not. The opposite of that. She got no son. Okay, no. Yeah. All right, I well, you have to look that, that year. <laughs> I was... <laughs> The opposite of homeschooled that year. <laughs> do I do I look like I was homeschooled? Is that what no, you're no? I'm just, I'm just saying I wasn't home to watch it. All right. Um, who surprised you the most as far as all the people that have been a part I of think your show? Dan Quayle. Oh, sorry. What? <laughs> uh, that guy. Remember that guy? That was a thing. Potatoes. <laughs> Spell it. So Spell check. Much quail. Come on, quail. Potato. Potato. I think he was just trying to make a joke. I think he was too. It was just he wanted to say potato. All right. Um, who uh, surprised me the most of yeah, like everyone that's been a part of your show? You're like, hey, you want to do this? You're like, yeah. But then they came in and just fucking oh annihilated, yeah, man. I mean, and, Octavia Spencer, okay. an actual you know Academy Award winner. Sure, definitely her. Parker Posey because I've always loved her. Mm-hmm. And I mean, anyone that does this show, my favorite thing is people always say like, who's been the biggest asshole to work with? I'm like, no that's one's an question. asshole that says yes to very little money and 12 hours of work to lip sync. (laughs) No, uh, all these people have many things to do. People like Tony Hale, who's done it three times, like he's so great and always so sweet. um, Yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah, the Fonz did it this year, Henry Winks. Sure, the Winks. That was really cool. All right, Derek, last question for you. Any piece of history off limits for you? You know, my instinct is to just say sad, but I'm a comedian, so I find sad things funny. But I'll say any event that doesn't have anything to do with 
hope that we can learn from. Like, you know, I'm not trying to change the world, but I feel like doing history stories, there's death scenes and there's, you know, stuff in our show that's sad, but there's got to be something being said. And if it's just something that's just like funny or just a drunk person talking about an historic war, like, well, what did we learn from it? And if there isn't anything to learn from it, then I don't want to do it. Gotcha. All right, man. Well, thank you very much for the time. Congrats on all the success with the show. Thank you, much my brother. Much continued success with everything you decide to do, whether it's this forever. Waterboy 2. Yeah. Water <laughs> That's happening. Medulla Magata's coming back. It's my new bar starts. It's bar starts with an S this time. <laughs> <laughs> Fixing problems again? Yeah. Man. I'm, I'm jumping the shark. I'm, I'm jumping the whale. All right, that was Derek Waters. I want to thank him for joining us again here on the podcast, and uh, kudos to all the fine folks over at BWR and Comedy Central helping set it up. Drunk Getting history, the best drunk history. Check it out on Comedy Central. Um, the the thing that's fascinating about that show, yep. and and we obviously talked about uh, about it in in our interview with Derek is is the, you know every day history is being written, so there will always be something he can do course, you know what i mean like course. what a great idea for a show it yeah. will forever have legs you will never run out of his of liver will give out before the show gives out right right <laughs> and uh, and that's something too that developed as a web series first and then yeah came it was a, a, screen, a web so. series i want to say michael sarah started in the first one mm -hmm. and it kind of that was at the peak michael sarah being michael sarah-ness sure and it kind of got a lot of eyeballs on it because of that. That'll uh, give you a boost. Yeah. It'll give you a boost. Good old drunk history. All right. So things coming up. Still have contests. I feel like we're still giving away tickets, We are giving Matt. away tickets until the cows come home. Yes. Lewis Black tickets we have going on. We're giving away some tickets for some other stuff. Also, you can sign up for the Adult Swim Comic Con if you subscribe to our newsletter. It's the only way you know how. Uh -huh. um, yeah. I mean, like, we have a lot of ton, ton of great contest they're giving on we're going to start giving away some tickets and surprise i'm sorry some prizes for uh let's do some halloween we'll do some okay we'll do some thanksgiving so yeah right. you gotta you gotta read the laugh button you gotta subscribe to our newsletter you gotta subscribe to the podcast i know what's going on but we're giving away a ton of stuff we're gonna roll out some holiday designs in our new merch store yeah merch store is up and running check mm -hmm. that out a uh, big week for us next week we'll be over at new york comic-con with mm -hmm. the, the impractical jokers who will be yeah. uh, next week's guests right here on the podcast so stay tuned for that we've also got uh, Kelly Carlin in the can as well as uh, let's see Moonbeam City we'll have and the nightly show and buddy. the nightly show yeah I went over to uh, I talked about this last week went over caught an episode of the nightly show hung out with all the contributors mm -hmm. and uh, it's awesome yeah it's gonna be a good gonna time you guys are gonna enjoy that one all right so for Matt uh, follow him on all your socials I don't know what's are you on snapchat yet I am doing Schmidt are type you, that into your things Dude, uh, if you can find me on Snapchat, follow me. But otherwise, just follow me on Twitter at I am Snapchat. I am Snapchat. I am Kleinschmidt on Twitter. Uh, if you, if you, if you listen, I'm on Snapchat. But if you want to follow me on Snapchat, you're not going to see many updates from me. But if you want to know <laughs> I have about, I'm feeling you have zero updates. Uh, I've Snapchatted before. Okay. I've 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 made photos of my face vomiting. Uh, that new Snapchat so, app so does. weird. All right, uh, follow me on all the socials at Mark says hi, and uh, follow us at the laugh button as well. Until next time, uh, for Matt, uh, my name is Mark. Oh, we already said that. I think we're going in a circle. You are uh, Lion King. Rest in peace. Kuda Matata. Mm -hmm.